Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Today, you'll be hearing from a friend and mentor to Pastor Robert, Michael Berg. Michael serves as director of YWAM Orlando. Tell a few people about the gospel, right? Is that what it says? Just tell a couple neighbors and you're good. How many people? All, the whole creation. You know, and and you probably heard this said, but you know, if you study the the original languages, the word all means what? Everybody. Every single person. It means all. Every single person on the planet. I think, wow, what what a, a tremendous and awesome and overwhelming task. You're called to bring the gospel that transforms lives and eternities to a world that needs to hear it. Today, Michael will encourage you to be a part of the extraordinary things God is doing in this world. God has given you the opportunity and privilege to be his co-laborer, making disciples in all the world. Now here's Michael with a special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. certainly somebody I would trust my life to and you know we started out mentor disciple but we fast became friends and we speak into each other's lives that's just that's the nature of how the, the body of Christ works and the, my wife Darla and I this is my wife Darla you mind standing here a minute just yes hi thank you my wife Darla and I started in YWAM 40 years ago we didn't know each other until then and then we were uh, we've been involved all but two years of that so we, uh, we had been involved a little while before we showed up in Miami. And I think back, you know, as Robert was talking about how old we are and how long we've been walking, that's not a testimony to the greatness of a couple people. That's a testimony to the mercy and the greatness of God. Because living and dealing with the challenges of life, it'd be hard to have that kind of longevity. In fact, yesterday I was speaking to the leaders. It's easy to start well. It's a whole other thing to end well especially when we live in this messed up world that we live in. You know, there are over 2.9 billion people who live among unreached people groups who have little or no access to the gospel. The, the good news you and I hear every Sunday morning, every Christmas, every Easter, they've never heard one time. That doesn't even mention all the people that clearly have access to the gospel but have never accessed the gospel. You know, I grew up in the Middle West. I, didn't, I had churches on every corner, and I, I had plenty of access to the gospel. I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought Christians were a bunch of idiots and stupid people who needed an emotional crutch called Christianity. And so although I had access to the gospel, I didn't access the gospel. And I, I look outside these doors, and I'm just so thrilled to to be here with you because I just, I commend you, you know, as men and women of God who are pursuing Jesus wholeheartedly and are carrying the gospel into the messy world outside these doors. You know, granted, we all have a little mess too. We're all on a journey toward Jesus and he's helping clean us up on the way. Praise God that he's, you know, that he is so relentless 
in his love for us and his pursuit of us and the transformation. I mean, you get, you get saved and you're instantly part of the family of Jesus, just like that. But then there's a whole process of his transformation in our lives. And that's, that is such good news. We're not stuck with where we are today. God wants to grow us up. And he's longing for you and me to be carriers of that gospel. He tells us in Mark 16, 15, that we are to tell a few people about the gospel, right? Is that what it says? Just tell a couple neighbors and you're good. How many people? All, the whole creation. You know, and and you probably heard this said, but, you know, if you study the, the original languages, the word all means what? Everybody. Every single person. It means all. Every single person on the planet. I think, wow, what, an, what a, a tremendous and awesome and overwhelming task. And yet you got people with, uh, like Robert Goizetta, of the, the former CEO of Coca-Cola where Robert, near where Robert grew up, uh, he had this just powerful vision statement about making sure every person on the planet could not escape the opportunity to have a Coca-Cola. I'm thinking... I mean, that, that, if I drink, you know, uh, soda or pop or whatever you call it here, we, uh, I, Coke's my favorite. But what a silly thing when you, in terms of eternity. Very powerful. And I've traveled the world, and I've been in these little tiny places in remote villages, and I can still buy a Coke. I mean, they are accomplishing their vision. What about us? We are actually bringing the living water life-giving drink that'll transform lives for all eternity. And God has called you and I and given us the privilege. I'm thinking, God, why in the world do you trust us? I know me. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? But for whatever reason, he reaches down and he goes, I trust you. I'm giving you uh, an opportunity to co-labor with me to carry the gospel to the ends of the earth. Then he tells us in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we're to go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I did go to Bible school, and I did study a little Greek, and the word baptism is really not a translated word. It's a transliterated word. It's from the, the Greek word baptizo or some form of that word. And uh, so I recognize what it means is immersing us in the teachings of Jesus. You know, so we, we've got to be fully immersed in the teachings of Jesus. And I thought, well, yeah, that's really cool. I want to really receive that. But one of our YWAM leaders, who's, a, who's quite a, a biblical scholar, he was doing some research on this word. And you know where he discovered this word in some, some other documents in that time? He discovered it in a cookbook in the process of pickling. And so if I take a cucumber, and let's imagine this is a cucumber, and I stick it in salty water and pull it back out, what do I have? I have a salty cucumber. So, you know, it tastes kind of nice. But if I stick it in there and I screw the lid on it, I leave it there for a long time, and then I pull it out, what do I have? I have a pickle. It's been transformed. It looks a lot like a cucumber on the outside, but you bite into it, it is different. It has been so transformed by the teaching of Jesus, it's, it's different. There's no going back. There's no going back. You don't, you don't take a pickle and make a cucumber out of it. It's just like it's, it's done. You know, that's what God is calling you and me to do with those that we meet. We're to immerse ourselves and them in the teachings of Jesus for such a long time and in such an intense way that they're pickled. So when you read Matthew 28, 18 through 20, don't, you know, think about it this way. I'm going to be involved in pickling the nations for Jesus. Hopefully you'll remember that forever. I, I saw in the beginning the intro piece, we're making disciples who make disciples. That's what that is. It's pickling people in the teachings of Jesus. 
Isn't that extraordinary? Well, God is on the move, and he's doing extraordinary things. And we're a part of that. You know, uh, I want to say thank you for supporting uh, our family here. And I just, I just, anything you hear, any story you hear, you get to take part, partial credit for that. Because we have linked arms together, and we recognize none of us do any of this stuff alone. If it wasn't for the empowering of Jesus, we couldn't do anything. And if it wasn't for his body linking arms together, we couldn't do it. I mean, we're interdependent on one another. And I want to thank you. You know, you'd not only support my wife and I, but our, our daughter, uh, Kristen, and then her husband, Jason. You want to stand up, you guys, so they can see you? Yeah. So they're newlyweds. Thank you. They're newlyweds, by the way. Got married June 29th, and, and somehow I was able to perform that service without really losing it. But anyway, uh, and then our uh, son, youngest son, Joshua, you also support him as well. So thank you so much. You know, and we are, we are training people, and we, we've been growing. You know, what, what we're doing is we're calling people to join the movement, because I believe, you just saw that wave there, I believe the greatest missions wave we've ever seen in history is about ready to break on the shores of this planet. And you and I, we the body of Christ, need to get ready for that. And we're calling people to join the movement. But they need to know how can they join the movement. You know, to be a part of the greatest, this greatest wave, it's really an opportunity. And in our case, we give them uh, and call people to a gap year. You know, a, a year of discipleship training school and school of ministry development. It's two lecture phases with two outreaches into the nations where they practice what they've been learning. And we just see a real, a real setup and transformation so that if they are called by God to go and do a career, medicine, business, whatever, they actually have solidified their faith in a very deep way and been in a place where they, they took great risk for God and saw God come through. And it positions them to, to stay solid in their faith while they go to university. And you've got professors in university, some of which really love the Lord and do great, but some of which are intentionally trying to annihilate the faith of young Christians. That's just the reality of it, and, and we work in, in that area. So, you know, God is calling us to this gap year. In the midst of gap year, we actually see lives radically changed. One of our young leaders in our midst is Becky Trevivian from England, and she came to us, and you know, because we live in a messy world, even those of us who grew up in Christian homes, which wasn't me, but you know, so many, many of you did, uh, whether we grew up in a Christian home or not, we bring with us some mess. And God doesn't leave us in our mess. He begins to transform us and make us whole. God is so good. He's so redemptive. And we hear story after story, and just the, to, be, to have the privilege to walk with the Lord. I feel like we're little kids trying to help Daddy with a big suitcase. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.